You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Attitude of Gratitude. Gratitude is an important tool in your happiness toolkit. And the nice thing about it is that you can learn how to use its power, even if it doesn't come to you naturally. Today, I'm going to share a couple of stories in which our writers had their attitudes of gratitude put in place after hearing some wise words from a stranger. In our first story, Pat Dickinson tells us that she was going through a very rough period, a stressful trifecta of challenges. The day after her mother had emergency surgery, her brother had emergency surgery in another hospital upstate, and before the end of that week, her stepfather fell and broke his hip necessitating yet another emergency surgery and yet another hospital. So for several weeks, Pat found herself traveling between three different hospitals, trying to stay outwardly positive and cheerful, but it wasn't easy, and she was getting tired and feeling sorry for herself. Then one afternoon, she was taking a break from visiting her mother, and she was on the hospital's terrace getting some fresh air, and she spotted a woman sitting in a wheelchair who seemed to be watching everyone pass by, and the woman reminded Pat of her own mother, so she went over and talked to her. And it turned out that the woman had been in the hospital for 28 days, and she probably wouldn't get out anytime soon, even though that probably meant she had something very seriously wrong with her. She seemed quite at peace about it. She listened attentively as Pat told her own family story about three people with emergencies in three different hospitals, And then she sat back in her chair and said, well then, you're that for me. And she smiled. Pat says, I didn't understand. I asked her what she had said and she was kind enough to repeat it. I said, you're that for me. I asked her to explain what she meant. You see, she began, everybody's got problems and we all think our problems are the biggest problems in the world. Well, Pat could definitely agree with that. And then the woman said, So when I get to a point where I feel like I can't take it any longer, it always happens that someone comes along and offers me a sadder story than my own. I can find someone every day. And that's how I get from one day to the next. Today, you're that for me. They talked a while longer, and then Pat went back inside to see her mother. And she says, I thought long and hard about what that woman had said. I was never to see her again but I would take her words with me wherever I went. Now, the very next day, Pat heard about the daughter of a childhood friend who had been in a terrible car accident, and now she was in a coma. And Pat realized that was a worse situation than her own, and she shouldn't feel sorry for herself. She should feel grateful she wasn't that girl in the coma or the mother of that girl. And she concludes her story saying, 
As it turns out, the woman I met at the hospital that day did me the favor. She truly altered my attitude. She taught me that time spent feeling sorry for myself is surely time wasted. The hope then is to be as cheerful as possible when things are going well, to appreciate the good moments no matter how insignificant they seem, and to be grateful for the wonder and peace of each and every breath that we take. So Pat learned how to be grateful for the good in her life and not to feel sorry for herself when things weren't going great. And Heather Hartman passes on a lesson that she learned in her story about going through a tough time with infertility treatment. Heather had the normal mixed feelings about going to baby showers and gender reveals. She wanted to feel happy for the new parents, but it hurt because she kept seeing those negative pregnancy tests. And then she attended a Christmas get-together for all the patients of her infertility doctor, and everyone shared their feelings of jealousy about other people's pregnancies. And then a woman at the party spoke up, and she said, Ladies, I heard something that has really helped me along my journey, and I want to pass it on to you. Their blessing isn't taking away yours. I hope it will help you guys find the same peace that has helped me find. Heather says, The words sank into my soul as if God had placed them there himself. It was a pivotal turning point for me. I could now hear somebody announce a pregnancy and be happy for them. I could think, my time's coming, it just hasn't happened yet. From that night forward, I went through my fertility treatments and procedures with more confidence and hope. I believed that my blessing would come, and it did. I now have two amazing boys who are two years apart in age. My struggles with infertility and my journey with IVF seemed so long ago. But those words, their blessing isn't taking away yours, have stuck with me for years. When I run into hardships and see others flourishing, those words still guide me. It's such an important lesson. I know a family that was almost torn apart when one couple got pregnant by accident while the other was struggling with infertility. The couple who were having trouble getting pregnant somehow thought that their chance of getting pregnant was taken away by the other couple getting pregnant. It just doesn't work that way. And as it turns out, they both have little boys now, and so it all worked out. There's a quote attributed to Buddha that is very relevant to this. I don't know if he really said it, because you know how it is looking at quotes on the internet. But here's the quote. Thousands of candles can be lit from a single candle, and the life of the candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Attitude of Gratitude. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. And you will find it wherever books are sold, including Myers, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And if you would like to become one of our storytellers, just check out the Submit Your Story section of our website to see what we're working on. You'll find writing guidelines as well, so you can craft the best possible nonfiction story for one of our books. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories about why you should make yourself a priority every day from our recent bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Your 10 Keys to Happiness.